0: I was speaking with someone who, who, you know, he really feels he's cracked the code and uh, he's sharing with us how to go do it. Uh, you know, just excited about what we're doing for students and wanting to, again, attract amazing students to our program, again, to make the world a better place uh, because we need leaders. You know, the economy of the world doesn't move without amazing leadership.
1: Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Baloo Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and boy, do we have an amazing guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is one of the true visionary leaders helping to create the next generation of visionary leaders in my home country of Canada. He has been the head coach creating the leaders of tomorrow. For Student Works. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Chris Thompson. Welcome to the show, Chris.
0: Thanks so much, Nick. Introduction, and I am so excited
1: to be here. I am so excited to have you, my man. You know, you and I got to spend some time together on a couple of separate conversations. In one of them, you interviewed me on your podcast. How cool was that? And I am so. It was fantastic. (laughs) Truly, truly. I'm so glad to reciprocate. So uh, let me tell you about the listener to this show. The listener to this show is an entrepreneur. They are a leader. They are a heart leader and a thought leader, you know? And I'll explain what those terms mean more later on in the show. The reason they listen to the show is they want to learn from a great leader like you. But before they can truly open their hearts to you and your message— they need to get to know you. So, Chris Thompson, tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Chris Thompson? Okay. Well, my backstory. So,
0: in university, uh, University of Toronto, like Nikki, I bumped into a guy who was just starting a a, a path to coach university students on how to run summer painting businesses. And I, at the time, was running a, a gardening business and that I was really winning at it, but I I was limited by my learning and my growth, and I really needed a mentor. And so I saw my friend, uh, now my friend, and then my friend as an opportunity to learn and grow. And so I joined his organization. I was successful for four or five years. I eventually got offered partnership. And then in 1993, I bought the business. That business is the Student Works Management Program. And what we do now, like we did then, but now just better and better, and you should after 40 years, and better and better at at taking and recruiting and selecting the best university students who want to be leaders and want to run their own businesses and learn what it's like to really make an impact. And um, so we do that all fall during the university or college curriculum. And then come January, they spend their time uh, and we train them how to sell, how to market, how to recruit, and ultimately really how to run a net profit business, either in painting or recently, about six years ago, we started a window cleaning branch because we filled up all our territories in painting. In the in the winter, uh, Nikki, uh, January, February, March, April, they are spending 20 to 25 hours a week recruiting, marketing and selling uh, on weekends and during the evening, growing their business, establishing their business. So on May 1st, when they get out of school, they're able to start effectively and powerfully run a business for four months until they wrap that business up and uh, get back to school. So that's our our, our cycle every year.
1: Wow. You know, my brother, I have two brothers. So the middle brother, because I'm the eldest, he actually was a window cleaner for College Pro Painters Window Cleaning Division back in 1988. And I I remember that there was a short period of time where he- I think he'd had his appendix out or something like that, that I actually took over that window cleaning business for about four weeks during the summer. It was some of the most exhilarating yet difficult work I'd ever done. And you're the guy who basically helps make that happen for one of the major companies that does this in North America.
0: Yes, that is exactly, uh, that is exactly true. So, so, uh, so that is what, that is what I've been doing. And, and I I, like, I, I guess, College Pro or their painting division stopped uh, two years ago, and so now I am the longest-standing um, person in the industry across across North America. I have been for a while, um, um, and uh, it's just a it's just a an industry that I love, and I love it because we get to develop students, uh, student entrepreneurs, student leaders, and. So I'm as motivated now that I that I was in my 20s doing this, and 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 it's because of the impact that we're having and uh, just making a difference in the world in a really
1: powerful way. So you know what, Chris, I love that, and let's unpack that for a bit, right? Your business is about so much more than making money and uh, and turning a profit. Your business is about developing the next generation of leaders. Talk a little bit about why that's been so important to you, and how having that at the core of your business has allowed you to be so passionate about. it. Yeah, when when I was in university, I think back
0: and and um, in, in some ways I had surprising maturity. In some ways I didn't. But but one of the things I kind of I kind of got was I I, I was coached by three. Amazing swim coaches. I, I was an elite swimmer and and I had three national team coaches. And I really got, wow, is that ever really an amazing thing? Just really competing at the highest level. I swam with world record holders, and I really loved high performance. But I and, and but the other thing I loved was entrepreneurship. And and during that time in the in the in the late 80s, Wall Street, the movie Michael Douglas and you know, you know, make money while you sleep was there. And and, and there, were, there was a real fervor around finance. And, and, and for me, it was, it wasn't really something that attracted me. I just, I, I saw this business as an opportunity. First of all, I was making good money. I was winning, uh, you know, the, the money came pretty easily early for me. Um, but, but what I saw was the ability to make good money, and then really make a difference. And I really thought that that this would just, again, make me happy. You know, I would be contributing. Um, and one secret sauce that actually we share with our operators, um, Nikki, all the time, and our leaders in our businesses, is really when you're doing your work, don't make the work about yourself. When you're doing the work, make the work about the, the, your your client. So for us, our client are our operators. So for all of our senior leaders, our work is about them. Our work is about how do we get them to be more profitable, learn more, grow more, develop better habits, develop more, better mindsets, you know, how to be massively, massively successful in the way that they want to be massively successful. And then we also try to get them to sort of say, what would it be like, you know, walking into your client instead of, wow, I want to go sell $3,000 because I can make this much money. I want to protect their home and beautify their home. And and what would it be like to, to have them feel, oh, this is what it's going to be like when this home is complete and how, how I'm going to feel with my family in this home that now is beautified and protected. And so to just turn that, and of course, by the way, Nikki, when we actually do that, we actually do make more money. But that's not the core purpose. The core purpose is to really make a difference in people's lives.
1: You know, that's so powerful and so beautifully put, right? Person after person who comes on this show, and I've had some of the most successful people in the world on this show, they all say the same thing. They all say, hey, Yes, it's important to make money, but that's not the main reason we do what we do. We do what we do because to us, this is the most important work in the world. To us, making sure, like for you, it's developing the next generation of leaders. It's making sure that your business legacy when you're done is you've developed thousands upon thousands of young Canadians into powerful business leaders. You've helped propagate the success of the free enterprise system. I get so excited just saying that out loud to you. I'm getting goosebumps, right? For you, that's what matters. And for your students, you want to teach them to think the same way. Hey, don't just look at making some money. Look at how am I going to beautify and protect this home? How am I going to have this person go, wow, this young man, this young woman came into my house and made it a better place to live because they were here. That's such an incredible thing, Chris.
0: Yeah, well, I love it. You know, one of the things I said, and, and um, over the years is, you know, if you put $10 million in my bank account, and there isn't $10 million in my bank account, but if we put 10, I, I would still be here on campus interviewing the student, I'd still be here at this training, making a difference, you know, um, and, and my my partner, who's who's the the CEO of our business, and, uh, and my amazing uh, wife, sometimes talked about, gee, you know, you know, maybe we're going to need to eventually sell this thing. And I'm like, well, Hold on, you know, save a piece for me because I want <laughs> you know, and I get there's 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 the financial part of being financially free and independent and successful. And then there's this piece of me that this is how outside of my family, outside of again contributing as a community member and a friend, this is how my contribution is gonna go down. It's about this. And I wanna. You know, slide across home plate, you know, just totally, totally wasted when I'm done and uh, contributing all that I can. And so, so, you know, and and again, it's, it's the, the passion that you hear is real. It's, 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 it's something that I just feel so blessed to have found um, and, uh, and, and very fortunate.
1: I tell you what, I really can sense that it comes across in your voice. It comes across in the energy you give off when you speak and you yourself put together very powerful podcasts, really to be able to share some of these concepts with the next generation of leaders. Talk a bit about that. Talk about the podcast and what the intention and the purpose of the podcast is. Well, yeah, the intention of the podcast was,
0: well, well, three, you know, one of the, was, was you know? Would this help us become more of a thought leader in the space? You know, this is you know again re- where where you're standing, and and certainly it has our our retention in the business is going from typically thirty five percent of our operators would would return every year. Now it's fifty percent, and now this year, we, although we think it's a COVID bump, sixty percent, which is just unbelievable. So some awesome. of it was was self motivated to to do our work, but but one of the pieces was, was just getting our work out there and making a difference and, and sharing. And the other piece was, was it has just given me so much more passion and excitement. Some people are, have asked me, well, gee, now you've been doing this two years, are you afraid that you're gonna run out of alumni? My list of alumni are so long. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's just, there's so many amazing stories to tell. I'll tell you a story I heard last week Uh, Nikki is, is, um, and I, and I haven't reached the person, so I can't say his name yet, but this person basically, um, one of my senior district managers, brothers, uh, sorry, roommate's brother works at the RBC as an intern out of Wilfrid Laurier business school, one of our top business schools in Canada. And so he is working with the largest wealth person in RBC. Okay. And um, he basically has been doing really well and he's motivated to learn and grow and develop. And so this person is putting him in Zoom meetings to learn about what they're doing and providing extra mentorship and counseling. And so he's, he's asking uh, this person, what what could I do? And, and how can I have a big career like you, et cetera, et cetera. And he, of course, is directing him to the school and all the different things you need to do around uh, a great academic uh, uh, legacy. And he, he says, you know, I spent two years at this program and it made all the difference for me. And it was our program. So he spent two years in the late 80s, early 90s. And it's just so amazing. Not only that somebody like that obviously has been in the program, gone on to great success, but that
1: 30 years later, he mentions it to a young intern. So I just feel blessed that we're having that type of an impact. Wow, man, that's amazing. And I bet you, you got tons of stories like that of people that have gone through your yes. program, develop the confidence to go after their dreams in a bigger way than they ever would have been able to before they were part of your program. 100%. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It, it's, it's really amazing. If, if you're interested, I'll I'll give you another one. I know last summer. I had I had one of our former operators who, who basically was leading uh, the co- company basically was worth seven million dollars when he came in and 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 it grew over six or seven years. He was the executive vice president of business development it became worth over 180 million dollars they refinanced it found new investors their goal is to become a billion dollar company. He called me one afternoon and he, and he called me he said, hey here's my angel you know literally I was going down the wrong road. I was at Bronx University, a school in, in Canada. I I could not have afforded to go back to school. I bumped into your program. I I I, I perform better than anything. I had awful habits, awful um, you know, I had some rough skills that that you coached and developed. And I just have a fantastic life because of you. So so just stories like that just you know uh, frankly make me tear up. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, are just just amazing um, testaments to, to, to what we do in the world.
1: I love it, man. That's incredible. So someone that was one of your operators took a $7 million company, turned it into a $180 million company, and is on the verge of turning it into a billion-dollar company. That is part of the legacy of Chris Thompson and StudentWorks, man. That's incredible. Canada needs to hear about what you guys do in a bigger way. You should be getting the Order of Canada for crying out loud for what you've helped do for Canadian business. I tell you what, I'm going to create something called the Order of Thought Leadership, the Order of Entrepreneurship, and you, Chris Thompson, are going to be the first recipient.
0: Well, thank you very much. I really I really appreciate that. What we've done is really, really quite amazing, and I know we need to do more you know, about what's what's been accomplished and what we're continuing to do this this coming season you know our average operator will do you know well this past season our average operator just did shy of a hundred thousand dollars worth of business um during the summer average average net margins of 25 percent while going to school you know so so that was our our average operator um and, and you know we did over 14 million dollars of the business across eastern canada so You know, our our business would have contributed to millions of dollars worth of students being able to afford to go to go
1: go to university and college. So how many operators do you have in the student work system? Um, Well, uh, we are
0: we are going to grow tremendously this year. We have hundred and ten returning operators right now. We have sixty. We're talking in September, so we expect that we'll be over two hundred and fifty this coming season. We are we expect that we'll do eighteen million dollars this coming season.
1: Uh, Nikki, eighteen million dollars. Bravo, Chris. That's incredible. So you've got well over. 200 operators, so 200 young men and women have become entrepreneurs because of the student work system this year. I think that's absolutely fantastic, you know, and talk to me about how you impart some of the lessons of entrepreneurship to these students, because you must have a powerful training program to teach these folks basic business skills, 100%
0: yeah so so you know first of all I guess I guess you know I'm a big believer in R&D and that is you know rip off and duplicate not research and development Nice. take you know take take all the, the the best leadership books take all the amazing courses that you've that you've 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 done and then and then you know you know train that you know train do do your best to take all that you know from the 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 wisest smartest people out there and train it to your leaders and so that's something that we're we're really really fundamentally uh believe in the the other piece is 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 i really think it starts it starts um a lot of people focus on the the skill set you know they, oh they oh look at look at how that person can, can communicate look at the look at the the skill sets that are apparent on the top, I really believe it's fundamentally starts at the bottom. You know, what are their, what are their, uh, what are their habits? What are their mindsets? You know, uh, what's their tenacity level? You know, what are their values? You know, we we do values, um, assignments for them, for them to do it. And, and, um, one of the other real key strategies that, that we have, there's a, there's a great book called the weekly coaching conversation, Brian Souza. And, And, you know, he wrote a New York Times bestseller and uh, probably three to five years ago. And we read it and we went, oh, my gosh, that is what we do. Overwhelmingly, 90% of the book was, well, we've been doing this for decades. You know, every week, let's have a coaching conversation with each one of our leaders. How do we get them to become more successful? How do we get them to discover what steps they need to make uh, to, to grow and develop their business?
1: So you have a weekly coaching conversation with each and every one of your leaders about how to become more successful. You've got a vision for taking Canada's young people and turning them into leaders, business leaders that not only are going to be successful in working for you and your business and helping you grow your business, but be able to take that into their lives once they're done with university and create success for themselves in the real world, as you put it. I got to tell you, I wish I'd gone through something like this when I was in university. My brother did it, kudos to him. I decided to go down another path, but looking back, I wish I'd have done this. I think I'd have learned a lot more, I'd have been better set up to get into business faster. So I say this is incredible stuff that you're doing. And how right now are you going about recruiting people in the new digital age? Because I got to believe things have changed than... Back in the day when you started this, right, you must go about the whole business of recruiting people very differently.
0: Tremendously, tremendously. I, I think one of the biggest things is it starts with we really have become very, very exclusive with who we recruit and who we allow to be in the program. So it starts at the start. So, so we, people, when, when people return, they all need to have run a successful business, uh, hitting metrics of $50,000 or more, or they can't return. So, so anybody who's there is, is a winner and it was one and is running a profitable business. Then from that, one of the best things that we do is, is, is we get referrals. So, you know, it's, it's like, you know, Nikki, I could just tell you and I are just like in the same pod, you know, energy yep. focus thought leadership. And, and so it's, it's like, you know, you want people who, who go that Nikki guy, he works hard. I want to be like him, that Chris guy, he works hard. I I love what he's up to. And so we're drawing people, um, you know, and again, they're going to have all sorts of friends, but a bunch of those friends won't be attracted to what that hardworking person is doing that. And, and so, so that's a huge part of that we've just got, got better and better one thing that we've done using social media is we've had our our performers go and and reach out and and just share their success so we have them share their success on Instagram on Facebook on LinkedIn and it and it attracts a lot of attention and that attracts people to our program so we've we, we've created a, an amazing relationship with a company called the student life network they've got like over a million connections and they do all sorts of advertising for us, uh, sharing, sharing with people across Canada about our amazing program. We've started, although with limited success, although that just says that we just haven't figured it out yet how to advertise on Facebook and YouTube about our program. Um, so, so those are, those are sort of methodologies that we never used to have and are making an enormous difference.
1: You know what? I think that's, Awesome that you're stepping forward in the digital age and yeah, getting Facebook rights challenging, you know, in some respects I've done Facebook well, in some respects I haven't done it well and using Facebook ads to get people booked into our sales funnel is one thing I definitely want to get better at. Uh, I've heard that a lot of people are starting to use YouTube quite successfully. So I'm glad that you're using YouTube. If you start to crack that code, let me know. I'd love to learn from you Yes, because it's important stuff. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. Um, th-
0: th- this morning I was speaking with someone else because again, uh, well, well, you know, again, networking and meeting people, and meeting amazing other podcasters. I was speaking with someone who, who, you know, he really feels he's cracked the code and uh, he's sharing with us how to go do it. Uh, you know, just excited about what we're doing for students and wanting to, again, attract amazing students to our program, again, to make the world a better place uh, because we need leaders. You know, the economy of the world doesn't move without amazing leadership.
1: No, it does not. The economy of the world needs great leaders and it needs folks who can continue to rebuild their business. So, you know what? I just uh, released an interview today on my podcast with Nancy Duarte. If you have a chance, listen to it. It's really, really good. Nancy is the person who, has the moniker Steve Jobs's brain. She's the one who taught Steve Jobs how to present so effectively. So when he launched the, the first iPhone presentation back in 2007, Nancy Duarte is the person who helped him put that together. And she talks about how in her business, the Duarte company, she finds that she needs to basically completely reinvent her business every four years. She needs to find some way to innovate. And it's always incumbent upon her to be the one looking for ways to do things in a new way, in a different way, because if she doesn't, she's going to get stuck behind the times. And that's how the Duarte companies continue to grow over the last 30 years in Silicon Valley. And it sounds to me like you folks do very much the same thing. Yes. we. we it, one, of,
0: one of the things is the core operation, meaning painting people's houses, cleaning people's windows has stayed the same. If it doesn't, the business can't win. You know, you can't turn, all, turn over all the Walmart stores in North America to a student and expect that it's going to run right. No, no, no. You know, it's this, this sets up well because it's something that a student can run. And on the other hand, our businesses continue to put new systems, new processes, new ways of operating our business, new learning, new coaching, new you know ways to profile and select our operators and that's interesting. Every three or four years, for sure. Every it's it's funny. My sense is when someone hasn't been in the business five years, if they looked at the business, they would just be shocked at what's been what's been shifted. You know, a, a new a new um, CRM. Uh, you know that that's really making a difference, or, or, or whatever it is. It's just and and it's we're always up to, um, you know. As Anthony Robbins said, I know you've done that. The, the, you know that that program, constant and never-ending improvement. Just never sitting still, always thinking there's, there's more, there's and and we need to create more. And, and that is because our, our 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 customers need it so that we can again develop these amazing leaders.
1: Yeah, can I, constant and never-ending improvement. And I love when Tony says that. Can I, can I, can I? Yes. That big voice of his. That's <laughs> awesome stuff, man. Yeah. That's amazing. So listen, one of the things that uh I've recently been focusing on is learning how to be a more effective marketer, a more effective salesperson in the world. I'm constantly looking to learn from people who've done it effectively and maybe from people that most business people wouldn't be looking to. So I've been studying bands So, Kevin Kelly wrote a book called A Thousand True Fans. And the thesis, actually, it was an article, it was a five page article. And the thesis of this article is that we as thought leaders, as business people, can learn a lot from bands. A band can make a living from having a thousand true fans, a thousand people who buy every CD, go to every concert. A band can make money from that. So I, I found a book written by David Nearman Scott, who I interviewed on the show just a few weeks ago, called Marketing Lessons from the Grateful Dead, What Every Business Can Learn from the Most Iconic Band in History. And he started talking about Encouraging eccentricity, so talking about the things that make you different, that are quirky about you. So I start to think about what makes me different, and I'm a knife collector. I collect knives. I love knives. I think they're the coolest thing in the world. You know, I also do men's work. So I'm part of a men's group. We we go uh, once a quarter. We go out into uh, nature and in the woods, and uh, for a day we spend time together. You know, we pitch tents, we cook over fires, and all kinds of cool stuff like that. That's something that if someone hears that about me, they go, oh, that's interesting. That's a, that's a neat thing about Nikki Baloo. That's a quirky thing about Nikki Baloo. So let me ask you this. What's a quirky thing about Chris Thompson? What's a neat thing about Chris Thompson that maybe most people don't know about when they think about you as a businessman? Yeah, so, so, you know, certainly just overall, one of the things of,
0: about having a 57-year-old work with 22-year-olds, 18 to 22-year-olds their entire career, that's something kind of quirky. Uh, another thing is, is I, I tell people I'm 28 because uh, that's that, that's how I feel and that's how I want to operate and continue to operate. I've done just an enormous amount of personal work, uh, you know, landmark forum. I belong, to a, I, I belong to a men's group for about five to eight years. And so I've had that experience as well. One thing for me is I hate the idea of someone calling me average, you know, just, just, I don't want to be average. I want to be, like you said, you know, quirky, different, uh, doing things in a different way is very important to me.
1: I love it, man. That's fantastic stuff. So talk a bit about some of the courses you've done in addition to Landmark. What's the most interesting course you've done that maybe people have never heard of? Well, one of the one of the courses that I, that I did that no
0: longer exists. Oh gosh, all of a sudden I can't shout out his name. But but anyhow, it was it was personal best, and we, we we it was it was a company based out of out of uh, uh, out of Calgary. And I remember doing this one 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 program, and 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 it's all it's all you know putting people in. a a situation for you to determine and, and, and experience your life. And so they basically had us sit sit back on the floor floor and, and, you know, it's like, uh, I I thought we were going into a guided meditation. We started into a guided meditation. Then all of a sudden the storm comes out, the, the music's rocking. And they're saying, you know, we're on, you're on a ship. The ship is going down. No, there's no other lifeboats. There's, There's a lifeboat with two people on it. I was doing this course with my wife and about a dozen other people. And, and you've got to decide whether you're going to get on that lifeboat or not. And then basically they had you ask and you needed other people to vote you on the lifeboat. Wow. Okay. And, and, and so you went around and you had to ask someone, hi, could you please vote me on the lifeboat? You know, and, uh, (laughs) uh, and, and, Another thing they did is if you didn't remember their name, okay, this was the second day of the course, you had to say, I didn't, I didn't, um, <laughs> I don't care to remember your name. <laughs> so, was so, so, so direct. So, so out there. And, and, and so, you know, there, you know, so you went around this, this, this circle and, uh, basically, um, my my wife and I both voted ourselves on the lifeboat. We 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 uh, we got on the lifeboat, but what was apparent to me was a whole bunch of people didn't vote themselves on the lifeboat. They gave they had two votes each. So I voted for my wife and myself, and she voted for my wife and me. But we got other votes from other people, and a number of people didn't vote for themselves. So so to me, it's it's like. Are you someone, Nicky, who's gonna to vote to be uh, vote yourself on a lifeboat? I already know the answer to that. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> F yes. Yes. And, and so, so that's so, so important. And 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 seeing one of the things as well, like about doing these types of courses is you see how the people in your organization respond. So I've got mm. people in my organization who aren't gonna vote themselves on the lifeboat. Cause I, so it's my job as a leader to actually get, get them to start seeing themselves better, get them to start seeing themselves as more powerful, that yes, we need you in the world. No, you're, you're, you know, yes, choose you. Um, uh, and so, so, so ju- that's just one course that I did that I just, I loved. And, and, and again, you know, sh- share, share an insight that, that I'm still talking about a couple decades later.
1: Man, that sounds fantastic! I'm so sorry that course is no longer being taught. It sounds like a course like I'd love to do. Yes, exactly. I'm sure you would.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really awesome. So, uh, Jay Fassett, thats who it is. Shout out Jay, Jay Facet. Now, Jay does Mastermind courses. You know, I think it's Mastermind Millions. So, uh, so, 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 shout out Jay. He's an amazing leader, amazing thought leader.
1: Oh, I love it! I love it! I love it! I'd love to meet him sometime. He sounds like he's a neat dude. Yeah. Okay. So. So Chris, you have created a business that's based on leading from the heart. Let me describe what heart leadership is. And I'd like you to comment a bit about this and talk about how it's applied to your own life. So heart leadership to me is is being a thought leader who leads from the heart. So tell me a little bit about why this has always appealed to you. Tell me a little bit about how you've had heart leadership be at the center of how you run your business. Yeah, that's that's interesting because because you're
0: so right that it has always been at the center of my business. I know in reaching back to some of my alumni, you know, they knew me back in my 20s and they're like, I just tell this really, really matter to you. And 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 so for me as well, it, it, it's there. There's a real there's a real space in the world right now that that capitalism has been morphed where where it's it's about the individual and it's about accumulating wealth and and accumulating wealth a lot of times in in dishonest and unethical ways and that's not cap- the capitalism i want to be a part you know like yeah like you know uh, uh you know rigging it and, and 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 taking advantage of people and so for me it always was about you know how do you make a real contribution to people you know how is it a real win-win right and and so that's always what it, what it, what it was for me. Um, and, 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 you know, so every day you you go to sleep and you feel, Hey, I made the world better. Um, I, you know, I had a good transaction and not always, you know, of course, sometimes it doesn't go as well as we want, but but that's the intention. That's the plan, you know? And so fortunately, uh, I never got myself caught, uh, trying to do bad deals, trying to take advantage of people, um, and not doing something. I, I can't be proud to tell my mom about
1: Amen, man. Amen. And there's so many people out there in the business world that are what I call charlatan marketers, right? There's a lot of people that are out there putting themselves out there as an expert, a coach, a thought leader. They run programs. They claim to be able to get great results for people. And they are really good at touching the pain points that people are feeling. But at the end of the day, they don't deliver. They don't deliver. Their programs don't deliver good, sincere people go pay good money to do the work and they don't get the results. And I got to tell you, that's been one of the things that's been one of my big pet peeves is seeing these charlatan marketers get so many people to sign up for their programs. And sadly, some of them are some of the big names in the industry. They get people to sign up and do their programs and most people don't get the result. And One of the reasons we do what we do is we like getting people the result. I mean, nothing is more fun for me than to see someone that I've been working with make a lot of money, be very successful, have the confidence to go in. I know that's what it's like for you as well. That's why we're such kindred spirits. You and I, we get along because we both believe it's important not to be a charlatan, but to be a good, honest, honorable person and to be a stranger who keeps his or her word, right? Absolutely.
0: And it's funny. I was just on the phone last week. One of my alumni was calling. He, he runs an amazing program called Airbnb Mastery that really delivers great results online. And he was saying he wants to create an online business to go and weed out the people who don't results. Their programs don't work. They But exactly as you how you described it, they twist it and they get a lot of people applying. And not not getting good results. And it's really hard. As he said, even someone literally who spends their work in that space, he has a hard time. He was talking like you were about wanting to do YouTube course, but he's looking for someone to understand and really decode it for. So so it's 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 trying to trying to get that is really key.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I don't do YouTube courses, but I do help thought leaders monetize. And I love working with thought leaders who have the same pet peeve as me, which is the charlatan marketer. You should connect us. I'd love to chat with this fellow. I would love to. You know what? Um, it's it's the kind of thing that uh, really, really touches me in my core to make sure that these charlatan marketers go out of business. I want them all out of business. I want the good people in business. I want the charlatans out of business. You know, I, I used to do these um, Facebook posts, and I, I talked about 10 hacks to get to a seven-figure business, right? And one of my 10 hacks was, beware the charlatan marketer. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can – be <laughs> totally discouraged by these buggers right i had a client she is such a lovely lady and when she came to me she had spent 125000 on gurus who did not deliver zero return on 125000 investment oh, oh. oh my god right so when she oh, came to me, she knew me a little bit from outside of business. She goes, "Okay, I'm trusting you. This better work." And I just kind of gulped yeah. there, going, "Oh my god!" But you know, it was going to work. I said, "Look, it's going to work. I promise you, it's going to work." And it did. Yeah. We took her from making no money uh, to making an average of thirty thousand a month. And then one one day, she came to me. She showed me her infusion soft. Last year, for the month of January, she did five hundred dollars. This year she did 50,000. And I just sat there going, Oh my God, that's so amazing. And because we were able to help her make that happen in such a big way. Her life completely changed, right? She was able to have confidence in herself. She was able to help a lot more people. I love what we were able to do for this woman. She's one of the greatest people I've ever had the privilege to help. And she was screwed by these charlatan marketers. It made me so angry, but it also lit a fire under my butt to go help more people like her.
0: Yeah, and it really is it's so easy to say you get great results. It's, it's hard not to. And that's, and that's why it's not surprising that, you know, one of the best ways to attract people to our business is from the amazing people and success that we're having in our business. So, so yes. and I know we were talking about this is, is really, again, asking the people who you're making a difference with, do they know somebody? You know, do you know somebody who who could make a difference? Do you know, do you know someone who, sorry, who I could make a difference for? And I know we've already had that conversation. So I'm looking for people who maybe Nikki can have an impact with. I know Nikki's looking for me. So it's like, once you've had a a, a successful impact with someone, being in action around that makes all the difference. Because if someone, if if one of my friends, you know, that, that I know that Nikki could help, they're going to go. Oh, I trust Chris.
1: I can trust Nikki. Ditto. It makes all the difference in the world. Ditto. And I've got my uh, my better half's niece, who I'm introducing to you for the the exact same reason because look I trust you yes. and I'm going to tell her hey listen Brianna you need to meet Chris he's you know he's got a program that I think you you need to learn about check it out and who do you know yes. Brianna in your right school me. right yeah. see if it's right for you and Brianna who do you know in your class who needs to know about this and that's the power of connecting that's the power of using the connections the trusted relationships you have with people to elevate Everybody Together, we all win. Yes, exactly. Exactly. No, I, you know what, Chris? We are so like-minded, and I really believe in what you're doing. And you've taken it to a level, frankly, beyond what I have, because you get to work with so many students on an annual basis. You've built such a huge alumni base. You actually – I'll tell you, I'm going to give you an idea, okay? I think you should consider, especially now before COVID virtually, but when COVID's done, you should consider doing a retreat for all of your old alumni and have the purpose not just be for everybody to get together, but to say, look, this alumni network is a very powerful network. What I want to do is I want to have each of you be connected to at least 10 people from the network and not just, hey, meet so-and-so. So, but spend time with each other, get to know each other, you know, and me doing this is going to actually help you folks elevate your lives, elevate your businesses, elevate your networks. You have the ability to do that. That could even be an event you charge for. I don't know if you'll want to, but it could be because your network is so incredible. It's so powerful. If everyone in that network just got properly connected to 10 people in that network, the amount of success that that would generate would blow your mind and it would blow all their minds. I think you should do something like this. I love that idea. I love that idea. That's a really powerful idea. Um, uh, Yeah, that
0: seems really powerful. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that seems really powerful.
1: And guess what? you you know all these people, you'll probably be reconnected with a group of people that would be beneficial for them and for you as a result of you doing this. I think it's incredible, man. That network to me is the greatest asset you have. I think that network, frankly, is worth more than the revenue stream that you have on an annual basis. That's how powerful that <laughs> network is yeah no and
0: and and it's it's one of those things that the <clears throat> excuse me the challenge is, is is connecting with it. The challenge is you know putting them all together and harnessing it. Uh, so that's one of the big big opportunities for me for sure
1: yeah but i I bet you there'll be a lot of people in that network who love the idea of connecting with ten powerful people that they shared such a, a powerful um foundational experience in their business career with, I'd be all over it. I would be all over it in a heartbeat. So, you know, Chris, I got to tell you, you are one of the most energetic and brilliant thinkers that I've ever had on my show. I love speaking to you. So listen, if people listening to the show are either themselves students or they have a student in their life who's in university in Canada and they want to find out how they can get a hold of you, how they can find out about the mentoring program that you have for young leaders? How do they do that? Um, So uh, the the best place is studentworks.com. They could also reach out to
0: studentworks.com slash podcast. We're we're, we're giving some intellectual property away there. Um, And they could also just connect with me on LinkedIn. So those are, those are two ways. They could also
1: listen to my podcast, the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Those are three ways they can connect with me. So we're going to make sure we put all of those contact points in the show notes at the thoughtleaderrevolution.com. And so people can take advantage of that. I think that's going to be really powerful. So listener, make sure that you go connect with Chris Thompson on LinkedIn. He's really easy to connect with. He's very accessible. Make sure you go to studentworks.com. Make sure that you go to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast and you check out some of Chris's episodes. I've been a guest on his show. He's had a lot of great guests on his show. Take advantage of this. This is going to help you take your life Take your business to the next level. So, Chris, guess what? We ask you as our guest expert to share with our listener your top three expert action steps. So three things you believe our listener can do to take their business to the next level. So what say you? What are your best three expert action steps? Fantastic.
0: So, so you know, to me, it all starts with integrity. So do what you say. And let's take a look at that. Just how are you in the world at doing what you say? You know, what? You know, are you eating what you should be eating? Are you working out when you should be working out? Are you meeting your commitments again with your spouse, your partner, your clients? And one one great analogy I love to use is is what about you and the alarm clock? When that alarm clock goes off, what do you do? You know, most people they hit a snooze alarm. How does that work? Basically, it says the first commitment I made of the day. I'm missing that commitment. I want you to think about all those areas in your life about where are you not making your commitments, okay? And and again, not not with a harsh heart, but with a loving heart. Okay, Chris, how can I do better? To me, one of the best best, uh, uh, habits that I have is around my integrity and really, really focusing on my integrity. The third piece of advice would be really looking at your habits. OK, I'm just such a big, big believer in habits. I took a great course with the, the strategic co- coach uh, years ago, um, and, and it's still an enormous legacy for me, Dan Sullivan, the strategic coach. One thing that he has you do is every quarter, it, it basically it takes about a month to create a habit, um, you know, even if you extend that to two or three months and just say one one month, I'm going to work on my habit specific area of my life maybe it's working out it's 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 calling people back who knows you know the areas where you need to improve your habits so if over a year you make progress in 12 habits and those stick it will make all the difference in your life okay why didn't your resolutions not work well because you're making resolutions that make one here's the thing just one focus on it and then over time it will make an enormous difference too often we as people were focused on too many things at the same time, okay? So habits will build uh, your life. And then, and then the, 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 the last thing I'll, I'll share, and I know Nikki and I share this together, is just an action orientation. Just what's the next action to take? Let's get into action. You know, I, I know as a result of us having a couple conversations today, there are actions I'm going to take and go make those happen. You know, that's, how, that's the only way the world works is it bends to your actions. Okay, So so be really thoughtful about those actions and go create magic by making a bunch of magical uh, connections and magical
1: actions. So Chris, those are three extremely powerful expert action steps. So integrity, do what you say you're going to do, habits, get in the habit of forming habits. I think that's brilliant. And spend like one month on forming each new habit. If you do that over the course of the year, you're gonna have 12 new habits and then three, have an action orientation. So take action. Absolutely, I'm gonna be taking some action as a result of this conversation that we've had today. I am so stoked to have had you on the show. Chris Thompson, you're gonna come back on the show, right? Because you are definitely- (laughs) I would love to. (laughs) You are definitely repeat guest material. And I think we got a lot more to talk about, but this has been a ton of fun. So- It, It has been, it has been. Truly, truly, truly. So, listener, make sure that you go check out the great Chris Thompson in the show notes and get in touch with him and make sure you have the young people in your life. Go to studentworks.com and find out about the incredible mentorship program that this organization and Chris Thompson have to help the young people in your life become the leaders of tomorrow in life, in society, and in business. Do it now, do it now, do it now. Don't delay, don't wait. And here's another thing I want you to do. If you've loved this episode, share it with at least three people. This is a powerful episode. More people need to listen to this, so share it with at least three people in your life and say, wow, I learned a ton from the great Chris Thompson. Check it out. So make sure that you do that too. And then finally, Make sure that you go to EastCircleAcademy.com and you spend an hour watching the masterclass we have on five steps, five shifts you can make to take your business to the next level through the power of thought leadership. Make sure you watch this. It's absolutely free. Take really, really detailed notes. Don't delay and share, 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 share everything you learn with more people. It becomes more alive when you share what you learn with the people around you. So don't be stingy. Don't keep it to yourself. Share, 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 share. Chris Thompson, my main man, thank you so much for being on the show. It has been an honor to have you here with us today. Well, hey, thank you. What a what an awesome show.
0: And uh I, uh, I am going to um, follow up with a bunch. I, 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 I was not aware of some of the people that you've had on your show, David Bameron Scott. Um, uh, uh, he's he's a book. He's an author that a number of his books exist in my house. So uh, really excited to to hear him uh, live and with you, Nikki. So uh, so I'm going to be uh, uh, getting on your feed. So uh,
1: so really excited about that. The great Chris Thompson is going to be one of my subscribers. How cool is that? I'm very excited. That makes me happy. Awesome. Awesome. Super good. And I'm going to make sure that I do the same for your show as well. It's it's fantastic. So, and that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the one and only Chris Thompson, make sure you go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Get in touch with him in one of the many ways that he has given us and that we'll be having in those show notes and make sure that you share this episode with at least three people. Share, share, share. Make sure you go to eastcircleacademy.com. You do that masterclass, take good notes and share what you learned with the people in your life. Don't be stingy. Be a sharer, be a giver. Give first. Until next time, goodbye.